Best Book Bits podcast brings you two brothers, Michael and Joffy, also referred to as Mick and Joff, evolutionist, zenist, transformational healers, Reiki healers, spiritual advisors, mentor, teachers, and leaders. Mick and Joff, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having us, brother. No worries. Now, for my audience who uh, don't know who you uh, who you are, give us a little bit of a journey um, on sort of where you started. Obviously, you guys are brothers, but uh, what got you here and... Yeah, give us a little bit of background. Yeah, man. Would you like me to take the reins? Why not? Yeah, man. I mean, I think, man, it's it's really it's this Gladdy Park vibe I'm getting from you, Mickey boy. And it's it's not just it's not just you. There's a lot of Gladdy Park guys, you know, stepping up right now. And that's 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 where I'm up. I'm out on my journey. You know, I'm at that point where it's just it's time to step up. You know, it's time to step away out of the illusion. Yeah, out of out of the dark and into the light. That's that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. But the, the way I got here, man, we, we all have a different journey. There's eight billion different perspectives on the planet. Yeah, I'm just one of them, and I got here through through spiritual discipline, man, through self discipline, through through self love. Yeah, that, that's that's really the the core of uh, my belief system is really loving yourself and loving everyone around you, uh, because I believe that love is everywhere present. Yeah, anything that's not love. Is not is not real. It's not you know. It's, it's just an illusion. So, man, we were in a restaurant together. It was awesome. It was ten years of just really understanding how corrupt the system is, and it was awesome. I loved it. I love learning that side of things as well. You need to learn that side. You know, everyone should own their own small business. You know, in, especially if you live in Australia, and that was awesome. And then we, we came straight out of that, and we we just went into spiritual growth, just hardcore spiritual growth. And that's where we've been ever since, man. Just really enjoying the journey. Just you know, not not working anymore. Just really living and being. That's that's where we're at. Yeah, perfect. Who was the first one to go spiritual? Was it uh, you, Mick, or, or you, Joff? It was uh, probably myself, I, I would imagine, I guess, because yeah, um, you know, during our uh, our journey at the restaurant, obviously, as Mick said, we learned a lot, we grew a lot. It was uh, it was an experience and a half. It was a gift. It was uh, yeah, a lot of gratitude to that uh, to that journey. And yeah, I just I just believe that I um, I mean I speak for myself here. It was just throughout the whole journey, it was just le- leading others and and learning about people and. Um, learning about myself and the process and just like, literally like evolving every day, having no choice but to evolve every day. And yeah, it just takes you to the moments. Like, what are we here for? You know, just to enjoy the, the present moment, just to enjoy, you know, our time here in with whatever that is. It can be anything. So um, yeah, beautiful. Uh, enjoying this, uh, this experience more and more every day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been uh, for my audience that don't know, we actually went to school with each other, me and me and Mick uh, back 18 years ago, and um, I thought we haven't spoken for 18 years and, until before we jumped on the podcast. And and he said, "You sold me a car six years ago." So uh, for all those, for people that don't know, yes, uh, I the car industry is uh, it's a background of mine for the last 14 years selling selling motor vehicles. And um, yeah, that was a funny little side little note. But yeah, you've come a long way, Mick, and, and yourself, Joff. Uh, what's the age gap between you you two? Uh, well, you've got two and a half, three years on me. It's like three that. years in you know, in human years, mate. But I mean, you know, in the in the etheric realm, bro. <laughs> well put, I mean, well yeah. I'm a, honestly, honestly, like you, this this the older younger brother thing. That's been one of one of Joff's um, you know journeys through this life is to really remove that label of being the younger brother. Because I look up to him in so many different ways, and he looks up to me in a lot of other ways. So yeah, there is that yeah. dynamic there, always beyond the age. I always find. Yeah, I love that. Thanks. Man. Yeah, perfect. No, obviously, uh, you just have a unique relationship, especially for brothers. So it's amazing to see. And I've been following your stuff online and you're doing really great work. But um, what are some of the books or mentors in the spiritual realm that sort of started you on your journey to uncover what you call gaming the matrix and and leaving the sort of nine to five and and going hardcore on on the spiritual realm, as you say? 
Yeah, I mean, well, for me, it was a man named Shaman Durek, mm. who's a well-known shaman. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, Mickey, and uh, mm-hmm. he's he's uh, he's fantastic. A lot of a lot of his teachings is just basically from the traditional shaman side of things. Yeah, uh, so yeah, it's you know one one thing that he really showed me in the beginning was how shaman is uh, shamanism is not a religion; it's a, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a choice, and that really opened me up to actually making my own choices about everything. Yeah, instead of following orders now, it's just it's just me making endless new choices of, of different possibilities. Yeah, instead of following what I once used to follow, now I, I take a different path. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and uh, where has your travels led so far? So obviously before COVID, now we obviously locked in Australia and we're all in different jail cells in different states, but what's, um, what's some of the places you've traveled to on your journey so far? Yeah, I've I've been I've been quite uh, quite all around this world. You know, I've been I've been to Japan a handful of times. Uh, you know, Tokyo. Uh, yeah, been around. You know, Kyoto. I've, been, I've done a lot of Japan. Uh, I've done a lot of a lot of Asia. I've, I've, yeah, did um, uh, Bali. I've done I've done you know, I've done a lot of America, a lot of Europe. So yeah, really, the only thing I haven't visited so far is Africa. I'd, I'd love to get out to Africa at some point. Mm. That'd be nice. Yep, That'd be yep. cool, yeah, yeah. And personally, yeah, yeah, cool. um, I was. Yeah, personally, um, yeah, Europe a couple of times and and Vegas three times. So, uh, clearly, love my freedom, love the uh, the ability to to because uh, I love that place. That place is just off the charts. It's just nothing but freedom there. You can do anything. Yeah, it's but fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's oh, it's always nice journeying around, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Now I know you specialize in a lot of things. I can rattle off the, you know, Zenist, uh, Reiki healer, empowerment coach, life coach, strength and discipline coach, spiritual advisor and teacher, uh, mentor leader. Which, which one came first and how did that sort of evolve in, into those practices? Um, I mean, which one came first? It's a tricky one. I mean, personally, I mean, a leader is just something that I, I feel like it was always within me. I was always um, I didn't even know about it until probably halfway through the restaurant that I was like, man, I'm pretty good at this leading stuff, you know. So yeah. just about, you know, just really inspiring others and, and just by being myself and obviously uh, putting out those positive vibes and those motivation vibes to just to be yourself, to just do you in all given moments and, and not let anything uh, like affect you and affect your state of being. Yeah, absolutely. I've done a lot of uh, spiritual work and a lot of the books over the years. I've been studying it since uh, I think 2007 when uh, I officially started doing self-development probably at the age of 22 and I was trying to go in full circle with some of the principles myself and, you know, understanding the matrix and leaving the matrix and coming back into it. But, uh, you know, we're, we all exist on the same uh, sphere. It's one earth. It's one planet. We're all human. We're all, we're all a part of the oneness. Um, you talk a lot about the, the law of one. Um, touch on that, uh, Joffre or Mick for me, the law of one. What, what does that mean to you? Go on, you love this. The law of one, uh, it's a, it's a channeled book that was, uh, channeled back in the eighties, uh, by these three just, you know, just beautiful beings. And they were able to channel through what, what is said to be, you know, what, what is led to believe as a, a seventh dimensional being. So basically a higher being, a higher consciousness than what we can currently comprehend as these human vessels, right? And the, the book teaches us basically about oneness. That's what the book teaches. It goes through in, an in-depth analysis through, I think the, uh, the audio book was about 30 hours or 20 hours, somewhere around there. It was a nice, nice chunky book. And it goes yeah, deep into you know, the, the understanding and, and then the understanding of oneness and how we are all one. And that basically the basic yeah, the, the meaning of life is that there is no meaning of life. Yeah, it's, it's just to just to be, just to be and do good by you know, do good by to yourself and, and to others. Yeah, be that be that leader, be be the change. That's basically what the book teaches. And I mean, I mean the one thing you take from the book is if you are fifty one percent good, you're all right. You're gonna ascend. Everything everything's happy days and rosy, yeah. You got nothing to worry about. But if you are on the other spec on the other side of that spectrum, 
maybe you need to you know really start looking at yourself. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about the uh, the Law of One uh, book with uh, by Ra uh, through David Wilcock and some of his teachings as well. So yeah, yeah. So I've been studying a while off and on, obviously with the different predictions and things like that too. So yeah, really, really heavy stuff. Um, talk to me a little bit about what is levelup111.com. Uh, what, what is that about? All right. Well, that kind of started, uh, it's been in my, it was on my mind before. Um, I don't like to call it coronavirus. I, don't, I just call it, I do call it the false flag event. I'll be honest with you. I might as well say it. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know if that's too heavy, but Basically, uh, six months before um, last year occurred, I was I was always going to do this this website. Just basically personal development, just really trying to spread a lot of my wisdom and my my kind of knowledge, teachings, experience, whatever over my life to to assist others in their journey as well. To just kind of have a bit of a read and uh, a lot of information on there if if, uh, if you'd like to check it out, anyone. But um, yeah, it's just a, a lot of yeah, personal development, like hacks, you know, life hacks, health hacks. It's just you know, you name it, it's uh, it's on there. It's just it's all it's all quality. I, I uh, I've actually I'm going to get on editing it as well. I've got it on camera now, so I'm going to continue to edit my journey because there's just so much you can add to it. True. Yeah, you've got heaps of stuff on there. As you said, uh, adventures and courses as well. Um, the course Peace Within course. Tell us a little bit about uh, what's what's involved with that, and what do you do with your with your clients? Yeah, well, basically, we've uh, just developed a course together. Um, it's it's literally. It's online any any day now, let's be honest, maybe yeah. by the time this is up. So yeah. it's just yeah. a course teaching balance within because we find that when you're balanced in, in both sides of basically like in your, I call it light love and dark love, um, which we can go into as well. But it's just like just, yeah. That, yeah. just that harmonic balance between yourself to be, um, to be strong, but to also be loving and to have that real harmonic um, balance within. Yeah, I think uh, there's so much content on the site. I've, I've been trolling through it in the last couple of days preparing for this podcast that I think you need to actually put it into a book. I think that might be the best best way for people to understand your message and, and what you're trying to talk about. You've got things like trust yourself unconditionally, importance of being yourself, discipline, self-love. Don't take things personally. What, what, is, what does that mean personally to you? Don't take, don't take things personally. Well, I guess it's something that um, I believe that everyone reflects their reality. So sometimes if uh, if someone comes up to you and says something to you that's pretty nasty, just to not really take it on board as like a personal attack. So you can so you don't have to live with it. You have to, to, to have it to stay with you in every single moment just to kind of let it go, let it be them. Oh, they're upset, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the, for, my, for my example, like the best example I like for this is if someone cuts you off in the you know, you know in the car or something like that, you just kind of okay. Well, this person's clearly in a in a low vibrational frequency. They're not in a good moment with themselves, so just let them be. They're just gonna you know they're upset. Let them let them go and just carry on with your day. What's the point of getting upset? Yeah. Now, for my listeners listening, give us a couple little you know Mick probably a question for you. A couple little life hacks that can assist people in their day to day life with with some of your teachings and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you, you got your, your listeners and everyone watching would probably notice that whenever, whenever yourself talk, you're talking, Mickey, or if Joffy's talking, I'm, I'm consciously breathing throughout the whole experience. That's something I've implemented more and more uh, as, as every day goes by. And simply by breathing, you know, by, by altering your breath, you can alter your life. Yeah, you'll notice that uh, you know, there'll be a lot of people in your in your sphere, a lot of people you see on the street that are mouth breathers, that are breathing really fast, and 
you'll notice that those people as well are really fast tempo. Yeah, they're going too fast. Oh, I got to do this and that and this. And they're very they're doers. Yeah, they're not they're not being. So when you're able to really focus on the breath, and I mean through meditation is a really big teaching for this, but even just consciously breathing whenever you can, just bringing yourself back. Yeah, back to back to the breath and and finding that that inner peace, finding that balance. So that's that's one of the teachings that we've been going into uh, quite recently. Just really like three deep breaths. Yeah, whenever whenever you can, whenever you find time, just three deep breaths, and you 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 you're creating these little islands of peace, where you can just be in peace for those three those three deep breaths. They don't take take twenty seconds max, but you'll find you'll make better decisions. Yeah, you know, you make better choices. You'll feel a lot better after those three breaths. So that's that's one of the things I've been going into recently, Mickey. Yeah, got it. So that's uh, part of your routine. Any other daily sort of routines that, that you go through to sort of stay balanced and zen and, um, you know, I've seen this positive vibe things coming over and over again. What are some of the simple practices that you do on a daily basis to put you into state? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're all, yeah, that's it. We're all different. We all do it differently. So, I mean, first thing I do when I wake up is uh, I do my, my, daily, uh, my daily prayers. I go into my daily disciplines. So I'll go through all my spiritual disciplines, I'll go through, you know, the, my mirror technique, I'll go through uh, the, my morning gratitude prayer, I'll go through a root chakra prayer, I'll go through all that in the morning, then I'll dive straight into meditation, which will just reflect on, you know, reflect on my prayers, I'll go, I'll go deep, I'll, I'll connect with source, I'll come out of that, and then I'll start my day, you know, usually we, we start our day with some, with some breathing, we'll get out, we'll get out and uh, we'll ground in the backyard, usually by the time we get up there's a bit of sun, do a bit of sun gazing, and then all these little things, yeah, all these little things together, really, it, yeah, man, it, it makes me so happy, man. It makes me the happiest man on the planet, man. So, yeah, that, that's a little, yeah, a little, little picture about how my morning really looks. What's the mirror technique? I've never heard that one. What's the, yeah. It's basically, yeah, doing your affirmations in front of the mirror. So in the morning, you know, every, every day I'll look in front of the mirror and I'll tell myself that I am God, I am sovereign, I am free, I am powerful, whatever I want to tell myself. I'm looking myself dead in the eyes when I'm doing that. And, and by doing that, like Joff said earlier, you're reflecting your reality, yeah? I'm talking to myself through the mirror of, of self. So you really feel all these affirmations on, on, a, on a deeper level than you, you would if you were just, you know, looking at the wall, looking at whatever you look at. I mean, where, where else would you look for an affirmation? <laughs> I mean, I want to look at myself, you know? I want to tell myself what I want, you know, what I want, yeah. It's actually a smart, uh, a smart way to say your affirmations by looking at yourself in the mirror and actually believing what you say instead of just saying them. You know, I'm fit, I'm strong, I'm, I'm, I'm whatever. You're actually putting some more intention and energy behind it as well. So that's pretty cool. What about? Um, I guess the question my my listeners, sorry, my watchers are probably asking themselves is, what's with the glasses? I know the listeners that are listening on the podcast. Um, these two guests are wearing some unique glasses. So tell us a little bit about what they are and why you're wearing them. Yeah, man, these are uh, these are true dark glasses. Uh, the brilliant man David Asprey got me onto them. I've read a, read a few of his books and uh, loved loved them all. And he really spoke about the circadian rhythm and how you're able to affect that, yeah, affect your melatonin, your serotonin through through what you bring in through your eyes. And it makes so much sense. And when I actually heard about this, I was going through my spiritual journey and I really started to feel into, you know, wherever I put my attention, that's where my energy is going to flow. Yeah, where attention goes, energy flows. So I realized, okay, what, what Asprey is saying is so true because we bring in so much through these through these eyes, through, mm. these, through, through the vision. So I thought, you know what? Blue light ray, you know, I, I believe what he's saying. I'm, I'm going to get into it. And these things block 70% of blue light ray. So that way my sleep, my circadian rhythm stays unaffected. And it was, even even for the people out there that are non-believers, I actually did my own test on this. I, I experimented 
and I ran, I ran a, a sleep test for a year and I noticed the change throughout that year. I did six months without, six months with, and it was phenomenal. So I swear by them now. Well, that's a that's quite a in depth study. Twelve months. How how did you track it? What, what was the parameters like to get a validation of of that? I used a sleeping app. Just I used a couple of sleeping okay. apps uh, through through the phone, and I found that you know they, they they all have varying accuracy. But the the main the main uh, content that I found was that the the deep sleep that I gained from wearing these, bef- you know, obviously from twilight onwards, was was phenomenal. I, my deep sleep went up by about fifty percent, which is you know, kind of seems crazy but it, that it seemed crazy to me at the time but I, I'm not, I don't I feel like it's crazy anymore yeah no absolutely what's your nighttime routine like um more of a question for you Geoff what's is, is it a similar morning routine with Mick and what's sort of the the nighttime routine for yourself in in terms of tuning back in with sort of source as you call it yeah I mean similar to Mick in the mornings obviously I won't go into that let him have that one there but about nighttime I guess just kind of calm down so we've got the uh the red ones as well, red blue blockers, which uh, I think it's like 90%. Um, 100%. 100%. Is it 100%? Yeah. You go 100% blocking of the blue light. So usually put those on for the last half an hour. But to set the mood in my room, what I usually do is I um, the Hertz frequency music, so 432 Hertz frequency music, 528. There's a lot of uh, different variants. I usually put you know, pop that on my room roughly two, three hours before I go to bed and just really uh, set the, the vibration and the frequency in my room to, to be whatever I want, whatever I kind of I want to bring in. And um, yeah, just, just kind of go about my day, just, um, sorry, go about my, my uh, bedtime ritual, just kind of having a bit of a relax and just kind of zenning out and allowing the sleep to just flow, I guess, yeah. Yeah, great. Now I'm going to segue into, I, I know you guys have sort of gone down the the rabbit hole in taking the red pill, uh, a reference to the matrix, but you've also taken the blue pill too. So red pill might be you've gone all the way down into the spiritual realm and understand that we're all one, we all live on planet Earth and there's no real divide. But going down that path, you also see the dark side of the underbelly of society. Talk a little bit about you know where you stand with the current world events and some of the awakenings that you did have with with leaving the restaurant business and, and seeing the events of the world in real eyes? A very interesting question, mate. Uh, this is something that came to my attention probably two years before it actually happened when uh, this guy brought it to my attention that there's some, there's some crazy shit that's about to go down. And at the time, I looked at him and I said to him, Joff, man, you're, you're crazy. Just get, get out of the office. You know, go, go work or something. And uh, yeah, I, I remember you know, humbly coming back to him uh, you know, during, during this moment in, uh, in human history, you might call it, and saying to him, wow, man, you, you predicted this before it happened. That, that's awesome. And what else do you know? Uh, and yeah, it was, it, it's, I mean, and, and now, now here we are. Here we are in this, in this moment. We've been here for what, 18 months now. Yeah. And I mean, when, whenever anyone brings up what, what's going through in this you know, pandemic or whatever you want to call it, it's it's I find it hilarious only because I don't believe the narrative. Yeah, I'll, you know, people look at me like you're crazy. You think it's funny that people are you know people are dying. I don't believe people are dying. Yeah, not not from what is being said. Sure, people, everyone dies. We all die. Yeah, look at this. You look at these statistics. Everyone dies all the time. But in the end, if you if this is really happening right now, if everything that's happening around us, yeah. It's out of your control anyway. That's that's the problem with with society right now. We're trying we're we're trying to extend ourselves beyond what's in our control. In our control is what you, what is in your inner sphere. Yeah, mm. that is what you control. Whatever is around me, that's what I control. But by watching the news, by watching the propaganda that's being perpetrated right now, it's it's for, for me it's horrendous. But at the same time, it's just like 
you know, I'm, I'm so grateful that I can see through the shit. I see through the lies. I, th- I see through all, this sh- all, the, all, the, all the absolute indoctrination that's being spread right now. But, you know, everyone out there that doesn't, man, I accept you anyway. Because the thing is with my beliefs, man, my, <laughs> the, beauty, the beauty about my beliefs, another Matrix quote, is that, that people out there that don't believe them, they don't need to. That, that, that's the beauty of, of what I believe. I, don't, I accept you for you. If you want to believe that there's a worldwide you know, pandemic going on, that, that's fine with me. I'm, I'm happy for you and enjoy your mask and, and everything else. And, and, but let me exist alongside you, yeah? I know there's going to be a separation. That's, what's, that's where we're headed, yeah? But in the end, I'm happy to exist alongside others as long as everyone's you know, existing in love and there's no, there's no hate, there's no need for any of that. That, that, that time is over. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I got a little personal story as well. I actually interviewed uh, an American guy yesterday, and he's traveling around uh, America and the states in an RV. And he said uh, it's quite strange when you actually travel the country uh, in an RV and go to you know all the forty-eight states and speak to real people and realize that there's nothing actually happening around the world because everyone's on the same level, everyone's peaceful, everyone's nice. Um, the problem is that the four channels of media, which is TV, radio, digital, and uh, print as well. So they're the ones with the loudest voices because they have that captive audience and that captive audience repeats the narrative. But we're, there's a war going on only with the particular media channels. Um this is a small little channel. You've got your channel. I know you're recently being banned on some certain social media platforms, but it doesn't mean what you say doesn't have validity. So we're just going through some changes in terms of uh, where people are getting their information and the people that are, are normally getting it from the, the news, even radio, the two o'clock update, the three o'clock update, four o'clock update, five o'clock update, uh, just constant, constant, constant. Um, People are being fed a narrative that not only they believe, but there are alternative voices. And sometimes the alternative voices, um, they're not called conspiracy theorists, they're called conspiracy realists because they're the people looking at things with real eyes and questioning. Uh, Unfortunately, in today's age, questioning the narrative will get you into a lot of trouble. And I've got an interesting book here, which um, a family member passed it on when when he passed away and, and he was obviously in his 80s. And it's, you know, one of the scariest books on my shelf and it's called The 20th Century and it's 2,000 pages long and it's an absolute horror of a book if you actually read it. But we're, we're walking through the 21st century book that we're writing now. We're only 21 pages in, which is 2021. So at the end of the day, there'll be winners, there'll be losers and, and there'll be people that will be sacrificed as well. But um, sorry, that's just a bit of a rant. But yeah, hist- history, w- history will show the side of where we're going but we're all transcending uh to a point of truth and and we're just uncovering the false narrative that's being projected so yeah congratulations on you know following the path and you know speaking your truth uh some people don't speak what they think uh so yeah i just want to say congratulations on you know speaking things that aren't popular as well yeah i appreciate that's always nice and likewise with yourself as well i mean that's that's what it's all about. It's all about expressing yourself and, and being yourself and not hiding you know, who you are and just getting it out. Because that's the thing is that, yeah, yeah, we could go, we could talk about this for a while. But <laughs> yeah, please, I've got, I've got time. There's no, there's no time on, there's no time with it. I might as well give you my little piece as well. I mean, I remember please, six please. months into opening the restaurant, there was just so many things that didn't add up. There was just so many. Like I remember our first uh, BAS statement, the business activity statement was like more than we were making. And I just couldn't believe it. I was in shock and 
Uh, I never remember, I never forget where we actually got that information. We're at a nightclub. We were like in our early 20s. We're at a nightclub with our uh, a bookkeeper who was uh, one of our mates and he told us the news and we were just like, what? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that, that kind of took me on a spiral to really go into a lot of uh, – just a lot of different, uh, you know, you call it again, the not conspiracies, the, the, you know, I believe that they're truths. And um, yeah, it just took me to a, a lot of different understandings, understandings and um, yeah, as you say, down the rabbit hole to, to just continually uh, just evolve and, and open my mind. And that's what it's all about, just about opening your mind to uh, anything, you know, anything is possible. It's a, it's a place that we exist in here that is um, it, so much has been hidden from us. So it's about rediscovering, remembering, you know, what we are, you know, what, why we're here and, um, and enjoying it. Because obviously uh, the narrative wants to keep us uh, away from that, indoctrinated. And as I say to a lot of people, like say, for example, this is, we're talking to someone and basically the click of a finger is what we're being fed by all these media sources. And that's the thing is, if you, you just got to turn that off. And that's the thing is, if you keep looking at that, you're going to be distracted from your path, but but once you turn that off, you're like, oh shit, I'm back. Here, let's 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 do this. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, I just wanted to share that as well. Yeah, no, that thanks for sharing as well. And 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 Joff, what about yourself? Is there anything you want to add in terms of your personal experience on on the journey so far? And sort of you you call it game in the matrix or exiting the matrix, as he's called. Yeah, go on. That's yeah, your, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's something that. Uh, I've, I've coined called uh, game theory. So basically it's for uh, any of those uh, gamers out there. Uh, people that have played RPGs, I've, I've been playing games my whole life since I got uh, Mario. Mario on my very first True. Nintendo wow. when I was in primary school. And I remember quite well that story stuck with me because the, the day that I got the game, I, I looked at my mom and said, I, I need to finish this game. I need to complete this game. <laughs> but it's going to take me all night. So she's like, all right, you can stay up all night and finish it, but that's it. Once it's done, you're done. Then, then we're on, okay, I'm like, cool, boundaries after that. I get it. So since then, I've, I've been on this journey of, of just playing these games. And really, realistically, when when I look at these video games that I've played, it's, I've, I've lived so many lives through these games, yeah? Mm. Because the games, obviously back in Mario days, it wasn't that realistic. But these days, these games that we play currently, they're, they're almost as realistic as real life. That's how real it is, yeah? Mm. So the amount... Yeah. Now, what what I like to do is compare yourself, compare your life, your reality, uh, to a video game. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah, all the principles are maintained. Where do you think they got the ideas from video games from? They got it from your life. Yeah. So when you're when you're playing your game, yeah, when you find your sword in your game, if you're able to be aware of it in that moment, oh, okay, this is. This, this green herb, oh, that's like a green herb from Resident Evil and it's going to heal me. Awesome. When you make those connections on the gaming level, you can really start to look, you know, look, change, change your perspective, change the paradigm that you view life through and stop taking it so seriously. Yeah. yeah. As the joke, as a wise man once said in the dark night, <laughs> why so serious? Yeah. Everything else he did was crazy, but that one line alone, it, it, it literally echoes through a lot of my belief systems about how I take this, this realm, this place that we live in. Yeah. Now, one of my mentors, uh, Osho, uh, which I've been studying for a long time, he's uh, got a big philosophy and says, you know, seriousness is a disease and it is. It afflicts a lot of people and, you know, no one's going to get out of here alive. So you might as well, you know, make the most of it. Don't harm people. Um, yeah. Tell me some experience and some stories with alternative medicine. Um, I don't know if you want to open up to some personal experiences that you had with some alternative shamanic uh, experiences. If you like to tell the audience, what's what's that about? Absolutely. 
Absolutely, mate. Uh, so I, I guess I'll start this out just because my journey into uh, into you know into narcotics or whatever you want to call Psych- them. Psychedelics. No, I mean no. I went I went heavy. I went heavy okay, in, okay. in my in my early twenties. Take uh, us through the whole. Yeah, yeah. In my early twenties, I went heavy into anything and everything I could get my hands on, basically. Uh, I was I was working in restaurants uh, throughout my early twenties, throughout my whole life, basically up until up until we sold our restaurant uh, nearly nearly two years ago, or two years ago now. So I went through you know anything and everything. I went through you know MDMA, ecstasy, all all the amphetamines, all that kind of stuff, you know. And I got to a point where I crescendoed and my adrenal glands started failing. So I had to I I just gave it up. Okay, no worries. I guess adrenal glands more important than killing myself. So bang, gave it up, dropped everything. Let myself recover, and then I got back into it. Um, you know, basically towards the end of my twenties, and then only recently, only in the last say five years, I've really started to appreciate and show gratitude towards the plant medicines that we have on this planet, and and really understanding the, the lies, the lies that have been propagated about things like marijuana and psychedelic mushrooms, yeah, psilocybin. And THC are beautiful chemicals that we can all bring into our body. The, the earth has given them to us for a reason. And I know the stigma surrounding it, and I know that they're illegal and all the rest of it. But if you see through the shit, through the lies, and you actually embrace the plant, and man, I, I got to tell you, you know, when, when, I am, when I am on my journeys, I'm always giving gratitude. I'm always showing nothing but love to the plant medicine and asking for the healing and the teachings that I'm going to receive. And every time that I ask, I receive, yeah? And you're able to really transcend this reality, especially with through psilocybin. If you've ever tried psilocybin before, it's an amazing, it's an amazing chemical that really helps to unlock, unlock those parts of your brain that have been closed off by the system, yeah, by the system that's holding you in place right now. And once you're able to let those locks off and see the world for what it is, you're able to bring that back in to your day to day after the experience, which is which is the literally one of the meanings of plant medicine is to, is to unlock yourself yes. so that you can yeah so that you can live a real existence in the, in this place, man. It's a beautiful place if only you will allow yourself to see it. Well, I think society keeps us so busy that we we're not just not connected with our body or spirit, but we don't have a lot of time to actually you know I've. I've got a young family, two kids, a wife, and uh, I don't think I'm going to have too much time to, you know, work on the spiritual aspects and get together as a tribe and community. I think that aspect of society has been cut that we're trying to reconnect back in society. And that's why, you know, retreats and going away for periods of time and solitude and just having your own time to experiment with your own body with plant medicines too. So yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying and definitely all for it. And um Joff, what's your experience w- with the sort of plant medicine or your, your journey with, you know, things of that nature? Yeah, yeah. Well, personally, I was uh, – <laughs> I, uh, I witnessed this guy my whole life uh, and it was, it was amazing, man. I was – you know, I, was, I always did me though. I was, I was, was never uh, – in- I didn't like to be influenced. It was one of those things where I do me, I do what I feel and it took me 27 years until I really opened up to marijuana um, after living in a, a house full of um, people that were constantly uh, just having bongs and all that kind of stuff. And I, I never judged them. I was just there with them, like, respect, man, do you. But anyway, it took me 27 years and it's just amazing. Like, honestly, if I feel like it's a big belief system for, like, marijuana with just the limitations of it and just the, the negative stigma because I, I started um, marijuana when I was in a good place in my life and – I only had great experiences. Like, honestly, it's just one of those things where it's a belief. So if you believe that you're going to have some really uh, positive experiences, 
um, in plant medicine, you will. But if you if you're like if you're resistant, if you're negative, then then just you know I wouldn't even say be careful because I don't want to give you that belief. But just have a better belief. You know, be more positive because that's the thing is it's like anything with life. You know, like if we go with with uh, like with, towards anything with positive intention and good intention, you know, watch what happens. You know, <laughs> there's nothing that can stop you. You just got to maintain that that positive um, you know vibration towards everything and. Everything will kind of come back at you in in that kind of reflection. So, um, and my first uh, psilocybin experience was only was only within the last six months, and again, amazing, just an amazing experience. So, um, yeah, nothing but positive with it all. Yeah, and it's and it's all about how you integrate that with your lifestyle as well. For for some people who might be sensitive to certain things, maybe they shouldn't do it too much or uh, shouldn't do it at all. But yeah, it's uh, there's multiple ways to get to nine. Uh, eight plus one, seven plus two, six plus three, five points four. Um, you know, they they talk about alcohol and cigarettes, and and they sell that, make tax and money off it, and then everything else that sort of breaks down the barriers of the control system is illegal. So, it just goes to show, you know, what's true and, and what's not. But as I said, history will be the one that shows who's on the side of the good and who's on the side of the bad. But um, in a segue into something you wanted me to speak about, which is about numbers. So, how can numbers assist in your evolution what's what has numerology got to do with your life ah yes very good yeah, i'm glad that you asked yeah. <laughs> i'm glad that we asked you yeah. <laughs> yeah it is it is something that uh, my brother and i have uh, gone into in the last three months now four months more we've yeah. uh yeah we, we've got a tutor on board we we had a numerology session I, I got mine done first and then obviously after i was ranting about it he got one done and this this man uh, gregory is he's an absolute genius and since then, we've been we've been uh, getting tutors uh, through Gregory, and it's it's been phenomenal. Really diving into the numbers, and I can really say now that I speak another language. I've never been. Able to, I mean, I speak a little bit of Italian, not much. So I can get by, but now I can speak numbers. Yeah, it's it's something that I'm, I'm, I've really been learning right now, and it's it's phenomenal. You know, I mean, there are only nine numbers in the end, so it's not a very hard thing to learn. But you, it's opening yourself up and understanding that. We're all numbers. We're all numbers and sacred geometry. Yeah, that's that's the that's the birth of existence. That's how it all works. So when you go into it and you start to realize that each one of these numbers, you know, they're not. It's not all just maths and algebra and all that crap you got shoved in, into your brain during high school. The numbers actually have meanings. They have feelings. Yeah, they have depth. So much more depth than our our you know our English language. Yeah, the twenty six letters of the alphabet. Yeah, twenty six letters. They've given us twenty six letters to express. Our infinite selves, yeah? Our infinite selves, 26 letters. That's that's not enough. That seems a little bit limited to me. <laughs> the numbers are unlimited, yeah? That's the beauty of the numbers. They just keep going on and on and on. So the first thing that, that I did was uh, was really go deep into my date of birth and my full name. And once, you, once you're able to do that, it really it maps out your life, yeah? Basically, your entire life. You can go through... You know, from your personality to you know where you're at on your on your soul journey, the lessons you've learned, you know where where you're lacking in this existence and what you you know where you should step up into into your learning in you know in this timeline, and you're able to break that all down. It, it, and it's you know I mean I look back at it now and it's, it's it looks relatively easy to me once you learn the numbers, but whenever I you know do a reading for someone or I'll come across. I'm still, we're still learning how to actually put it across in a way that people can understand because it, it does get quite complex. It does seem a little bit like I'll challenge you a little bit on that uh, numerology, astrology, tarot card reading. It doesn't have much to do with your personal actions. I mean, yes, you can be born a certain date and be given a certain name, but what's that got to do with, you know, your intentions or your actions? Like, uh, I, I don't see the relevance uh 
in that. But maybe I, I, I could be dumb, I could be confused, but it's not something you can change, if that makes sense, uh, just like your parents. Uh, but you can definitely go a different direction. So just a challenge. What you're missing is uh, is the the question, Mickey. What's what's the question? And not 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 what is the matrix, but who am I? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Num- the numbers help you answer that question because I mean it's a question that we're always asking ourselves. Yeah. And then eventually you get to a point that you know, okay, I'm not I'm not I'm not this body. I'm not that guy's husband. I'm not a male. I'm yeah. You know, I'm I'm like an accumulation of my experiences, and my beliefs, and my values. You can go on and on about it. But what the numbers help you do is crack down on exactly where you're lacking so that you can build up that. And you can really evolve this lifetime, yeah? We've got infinite lifetimes, I believe. So if I'm, if I'm here, I may as well learn as much as I can. And the numbers are what, what can guide you through that. So for example, Mickey, what, uh, what day are you born on, mate? Uh, 14 of the 14th of November. 14th, November as well. November as well, Scorpio. yeah, another November baby. Yeah, another Scorpio baby, yeah. Uh, so 14, so basically your personality is the first letter in your name and the first number of your date of birth, you know, your, the day that you're born. So you're a 13, 14, Mickey, because M is 13 in, uh, cool. in Gematria. So uh, 13 for me, what it is, is it's, uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful number, man, because I'm, I'm a 13 as well. I'm, I'm that M13. It is, it does equal four. The first thing I like to get out about the 13, it equals four and four is a system. So on a, on, in the lower, the four, it really encompasses the, the corrupt slave system that we live in, right? So that's been one of our struggles is to break out of that, Mickey, straight away through our personality, through changing who we are and really opening our eyes. And then that 13, the one and the three, it's that it's it's the power that you can really when, when you embrace your inner child and that you know like you've had you've had your boy mate it's a boy I, 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 your child I've got a boy and a girl so you you can't go wrong there legend ah. hey, legend so through your children what what I what I found if you really pay attention to your child and you really give them that one on one attention that they crave as a as, as a human as a human child you're able to really see the inner child within yourself. By reflecting your reality off them and and really reimagining what your childhood was like through your own child, and obviously we always want to give our child the best, yeah. And when when you're able to do that, you're able to really encompass the thirteen because there's, there's there's true power in that thirteen, true power in witnessing and learning from your children, and that that's what the thirteen is to me. So you know it's, it's been a that's been a lot of my journey, and my, my journey was really you know having my son uh, nearly four years ago now. And really, you know, paying attention, paying attention, and just loving on him with with all of my being, and it's been it's been quite the journey, man. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm flabbergasted by your journey and into everything sort of on not the mainstream, and that's one of the the reasons why I've got you on this podcast is because I wanted to add value to my audience and talk about different topics that would not normally sort of be be spoken about on on your regular sort of podcast as well. Um, you touch. Let me touch on hypnotherapy. I know you talk about on your website about hypnotherapy healing. What, what's the journey with hypnotherapy? Yeah, so I um, I went through a hypnotherapy course uh, last year when everything was gone. Everyone was, you know, everything was falling apart around me. I just thought, you know, well, I got, I got, I got free time. I lost, I lost my job thanks to, thank you so much, false flag. I'm so happy. And after I lost my job, I was like, you know, I got to do something with, you know, I got to do something here. And all of a sudden, boom, hypnotherapy just appeared. On Facebook, I'm like, yeah, true. I'm gonna click into that, and then that was it. You know, six months later, I was a qualified hypnotherapist, and it was an awesome journey. And you know, I, I played that role of of being a hypnotherapist for a bit, and it was awesome. But I mean, yeah, you, you do it for for a while, and you really, when I chose to do it as well, I was right in the middle of this whole 
freaking bullshit that's going on. So I got a lot of negative clients, but it was really amazing for me to change their lives and change their belief systems through delving into their subconscious mind because everyone can be hypnotized, Mickey boy. There's 99% of people they say, I believe it's everyone because uh, I've had a 100% hit rate. And once you, once you go into the into your inner subconscious, mate, you, there's no more lies, yeah, because the subconscious yeah. doesn't hide from anyone, yeah, it's always on, it's always ticking. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, once you learn to navigate the subconscious mind, you're able to to go into any part of someone's life and shine light on it and, and give them the awareness that they require so that they can actually move past and transmute their trauma and change their belief system. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of techniques and a, and a lot of stuff that uh, you're working with that can definitely help and heal as well. And I think, you know, in the next sort of 10, 20, 30 years, we're going to need a lot more people like you too to talk about things that uh, aren't spoken about, but what people are feeling. I, I think a lot of people can't articulate sort of what they need and, and where they need to go. But I know after the next couple of years that we're going to go through, there's going to be a lot of healing that needs to take place and uh, a lot of personal development, a lot of redevelopment, a lot of self-development. Um where, are you, where do you guys see yourself in sort of the next sort of two to three to five years? What, what are you sort of working on to uh, evolve and, and, and teach others? Where do, you, where do you want to go? Well, I guess this one here is um, I try not to look too far ahead because I just like to be here and now. But, I mean, I, I do see some projects that are that are coming and just some um, – uh, just some different ways that we're going to go about our lives. And one thing that we're going to start to do is basically a uh, just walking in nature, just like these uh, evolution uh, journeys, adventures, whatever you want to call it, that we're just going to basically have probably about eight to ten people just coming for a walk with us and, and just kind of ex- experiencing um, experiencing our lives, experiencing our wisdom and, and that kind of stuff, which is um, definitely – nature, man. I know. Obviously, we, we get uh, the benefits of it as well. Everyone wins. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so this, this is something that I'm, we're looking forward you know, in the future. But also, um, you know, just kind of bringing people together. That's something that I know that I'm very passionate about is um, we've, we've started a, a group, a, a gathering of uh, like-minded individuals, um, just you know, high vibe, just really wanting to, to express, to, to evolve, to um, just to be with one another, you know, just – uh, people that are open-minded. So that's something that we're really uh, enjoying. I think that's uh, – I'll definitely go into business with you because uh, I'm mentoring someone in a similar space but in a health space where they're doing health retreats, uh, going away for weekends with groups of 8 to 12 and, and really uh, go deep in on their health space. But, yeah, time in, time in nature, you know, slowing down, de-stressing, you know, listening to your body and getting into that sort of – a uh, group of people with a like-minded uh, aspirations and understanding for for the spiritual realm. Uh, I'll definitely, definitely love to partner with you guys and learn more about that because I think that that everyone wants to do that. Everyone wants to connect. Everyone wants to get out in nature. Everyone wants that opportunity to connect uh, with people and connect with nature too. So, yeah, fa- fantastic. Uh, I think you guys are doing great work. I know you're sort of uh, sort of breaking through the mold at the moment and making some noise on social media. Talk to me a little bit about sort of um, – I-, I know you guys are super positive, but some of the negative things that you've posted online have got you into trouble lately. What- what's-, what's the story with that? <laughs> I think that's mainly me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been deplatformed off Twitter last year simply by for having uh, the the word QAnon in my in my title banned <laughs> off Twitter, never never to be seen again. Yeah, it literally it told me two weeks, and it was literally it's been over a year now, gone. Well, so Twitter well. gone. Uh, Instagram, we we just got deplatformed the other day. Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> 
and and Facebook, I've had. I mean, if you look at my Facebook feed, it's nothing but just threats, Multiple just strikes. threats, <laughs> threats and threats from Facebook. Somehow, I haven't been banned from Facebook. I don't know how. I'm pretty sure it's because I've I avoid the keywords. I, you know, I, I weave my way through the algorithm, and I don't use the words like the V word and you know. Last year it was the E word and and the B word and don't, oh, don't talk about the T guy. You know, <laughs> Mr. T. You can't talk about Mr. T. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's the that's the problem with these with the big tech as they're called. You know, it's the it's the constant constant barrage of censorship and it's so it's so plain sight right mm. now there's no reason to fact check me what what what, what, what are you fact checking me for if you, if you fact check me use your own discernment to fact check me yeah i mean you don't need to be told that i am perpetrating a falsehood but how, who's who who are you to say that i am that, to question my truth yeah. this is my truth man but that's what that's what big tech is. It's a, it's. I mean, I'm I'm happy to be able to get a lot of messages across, and I know where I need to you know draw the line in the sand because currently, it it gets censored, you know. And I know I'll get deplatformed off of Facebook very very soon because the amount of warnings I get is ridiculous. But that's that's the height of what we live in, mate. You know, we don't we don't live in a free society because if it was free, then we would have the First Amendment rights, which yeah. is the freedom yeah. of speech. Yeah, and, and actually, I, I, yeah. I, I just yeah. like to throw in there as well, Mickey, just real quick, because because I love to share this because it's just a bit of awareness. My my YouTube channel is Level Up Awareness, but that was something that I one of my first videos that I did that I spent literally a week making. It was like I was a bloody movie director. <laughs> took me a week. No no joke. I lived by myself in that moment. Took me a full week. I literally was exercising and eating in the pro in the middle of everything else but anyway so this thing here it goes for about 30 i don't know something 30 something minutes and um it's called the truth in plain sight and it was about probably the beginning of last year i was just like no 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 just don't believe this just please like watch watch this video and you'll, you'll learn so I, I got this thing out it got to about twenty thousand views within five days and that's still what it's at right now this was over a year ago <laughs> so it stopped they stopped it and they've censored my account. So I'm pretty sure I don't get the traffic that I deserve. Even though I changed all my videos, like I did a few truth videos, but I, I, most of my videos these days are just about like evolution and just growing within and, and, and calm, you know, calmness and all the all the good stuff after you kind of get over the truth, I guess. So that it's just a manifestation of what's uh, what's coming in terms of the, you know at the end of the day, 99.9% of the people on the planet, the good, kind-hearted people that would get the shirt off their back, but you have a very very small, uh, very very small percentage that do nefarious things behind closed doors, and that's the thing with darkness and light. Darkness doesn't, yeah, darkness doesn't work with a little bit of light. So. We're just going through those machinations of those existing establishments uh, crumbling down, and I call it the dragon's tail. So just before the dragon gets slayed, he wags his tail, uh, you know, a couple more slashes. Uh, so that's what we're going through at the moment. But, yeah, um, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I look forward to going on the retreats and, and going out to nature. But uh, just a couple last questions before we wrap up, and I asked all my guests this. So... If um, I'm going to ask it to individually, so first I'm going to start with uh, I'm going to start with Joff on this one. Joff, if uh, if you were to host a dinner party with three people from the past, famous, who would they be, and what would you serve them? Oh man, that's a this is crazy. Like, uh, yeah, Oof, they the can be dead or alive as well. On the spot. can they be fictional? They can be dead or alive or fictional. Yeah, whoever you want. I'm a genie. I'm giving you three wishes. Three wishes. Oh, you're yeah. such a legend. You're such a legend. <laughs> the first one, uh, it's hard to separate. The first two, and I reckon you're going to say them as well, Jesus and Buddha. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, I, I love uh, I love those two. I think that they're both very... Okay. Uh, okay. Jesus there and Buddha there. So right behind me. Yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, I respect. There you go. Jesus, Buddha. And, uh, what if you can't have Jesus and Buddha? 
Well, the thing is, as soon as you said fictional characters, yeah, man. I liked Wolverine, man. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, what? Damn. <laughs> I mean, I love Wolverine because of his uh, his ability to be like, he's a warrior, but he heals himself as well. So it. Hugh Jackman. Okay, so you want to bring Hugh Jackman, Jesus, and uh, Buddha. All right, what would you serve him or where would you take him? <laughs> well, I think I reckon I'd... Uh, I'm a decent cook. I can cook some stuff, you know. So I'd definitely be giving uh, Jesus and Buddha my uh, my smoothies, man. I make some quality smoothies. Yeah, so yeah, definitely awesome. be hooking them up with a, a quality smoothie. That'd I've be... got the Nutribullet just on the left here. Oh, so you, you got it. <laughs> you got it going. I'm all prepared. I'm all prepared. They'd be frothing, yeah. man. They'd be frothing. A few dates in there, you know, a bit of, uh, <laughs> bit of uh, you know, coconut yogurt on top. They'd be like, Joff, man, hey, thank you. And I'd be like, hey, thank you guys for leading by example, you legends. <laughs> That'd be great. Great conversation. Uh, Jesus, Buddha, and, and Wolverine. And what about yourself, Mick? Uh, different answers. Same question but uh come on give us some different answers, different answers. Oh, yeah go. definitely uh well i'm gonna i'm gonna kick it off with uh with <laughs> someone <laughs> someone's really close to my heart and it's aladdin from uh, from aladdin yeah Ooh. i'd really love to meet aladdin because that his journey his journey on itself is a, it's a beautiful journey I, I love that movie and obviously you get to meet the genie in the, so you, you mentioned the genie i'm like yeah man i, I want to meet the genie of course you're looking at him you're looking at the genie right now so I'm having the genie, Aladdin, and Abu, and definitely Jasmine. Jasmine's coming too. Yeah, they're all they're, 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 they bring the entourage, of course. Part of one. That's it. That's that's one. That's one answer, of course. Uh, so you want to bring Will Smith as Aladdin, and you want to bring yeah, Jasmine. <laughs> Oh, and we're gonna leave Hollywood. No, the genie is the genie's Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bring Robin Williams. Uh, Robin secondly, Williams. I would uh, I would definitely bring. Shaman Durek, as I spoke about earlier, yeah, he's got he's got to be there. I mean, I definitely will meet this uh, this beautiful infinite being at some point in my life. What's his? How do you say Shaman? What how do you spell it? The last the last one. D u r e k. Shaman. D u r e k. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I actually heard about Dave Asprey through Shaman Durek, so okay. I'm very grateful cool. for that as well. Uh, so that's okay. Shaman Durek. So we got we got two down, and the third one, we're gonna go with. You should take Wolverine, gonna, man. No, no, I, I'm, okay. I'm going to go with uh, my grandfather, my grandfather, my nonno Giovanni, who's uh, who's passed away, and I, I mean, I'd love to sit down at a table with him. And he never spoke really good English, so it'd be awesome to speak with him True. in in a tongue that he understood, maybe numbers, and and, <laughs> and you know, and really enjoy a dinner together. And what would I be serving to these beautiful guests of mine? It would definitely be vegetarian uh you know maybe to the unliking of uh, certain people like my, my grandfather wouldn't really like that he was a big meat eater <laughs> but it'll be vegetarian and i think i would uh, i would serve something simple so uh, coming from a chefing background it's a big question but it would definitely be it'd have to be pasta it'd be pasta it'd be a gluten-free uh, uh probably a chickpea noodle and i'd serve it in a, a cashew cream sauce with a little bit of napoli in there and probably some you know, zucchinis, we'll throw some pumpkins in there, some mushrooms, uh, lots of chili and lots of, uh, a little bit of garlic, not too much garlic, but lots of chili. Well, I can, I can taste it in my mouth already. <laughs> now, awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and uh, I'm going to ask one last question for you both. What's the last message you want to leave my audience that's watching and listening right now? Well, I'd just like to say stay positive, stay strong and stay peaceful. Yep. And yourself, Mick? Yeah, similar vein, but more so just to stay high, stay high vibrational, yeah? Move away from the anger, move into move into yourself, yeah? You're not an angry person. People, we're not angry, yeah? We are, we are beings of love. So move into your love being by transcending that anger, by letting the anger go, by surrendering to the present moment. Don't get caught up in anxiety or depression. Don't get caught up in your future or your past. Stay present, stay love, man.
Yeah, perfect, guys. So Mick and Joff, to my audience, thanks for being on the Best Book Bids podcast and look forward to your future book coming out, your your retreats, weekend retreats in nature. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can see you back on social media or, or create your own spiritual um, social media platform. Let's do it. Okay, guys. Thanks for being on the show. No problem at all. Namaste.